Miss Bashan, and welcome to B's Motivation Station, where I talk about everyday life from a godly perspective with the hope to encourage you to pursue your own personal relationship with Christ. My vocation is school counseling and clinical therapy. I have a master's in both educational and clinical counseling. Today, I want to greet you with a prayer, and it is from number 6, 24 through 26, so you can go back and read that for yourself. But my prayer to you is, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. So how are you all today? I received a lot of great feedback about last week's episode, Starting Something New. If you have not heard it, then go ahead and mosey on down to press play on episode one of B's Motivation Station about starting something new. How starting something new is not only for you, but for those around you. Now for today's episode, it's a very personal topic, and it is bad help. Or in more spiritual terms, unwise help. Recently, I have been in prayer with a friend that has been going through a pretty hard time. And as a friend, I constantly am thinking about ways to help and solve and be a support to her. So one day, I thought of what seemed like the greatest idea to help her. And then all of a sudden, wisdom slapped the back of my neck and said, That, Bajan, is bad help. I literally struggled with that thought for a while because I'm like, God, didn't you say for us not to love just the word, but indeed? So what's the dealio? But ever so slightly, I believe God laid on my heart that there are effective deeds and ineffective deeds, deeds that can build up and deeds that can tear down, still with the intention to love behind it. And you know, it's funny because recently I watched the cutest little movie called Migration. And the movie is about a family of ducks that decide to take a leap of faith to migrate to Jamaica for the winter. Now, the story begins with a father duck telling his two ducklings a bedtime story. And the story is filled with dangers of the outside world beyond the pond and the dad tells the ducklings they will be eaten by herons have their wings snatched off and never fly again all types of scooby-doo stuff and you start to see that the sun duck is having a hard time with the exaggerated scenarios of the dangers that are out there Uh, he really just wants to leave the pond and actually see for himself what's beyond his everyday norm I bring this up because in the father's mind he is doing something to help his children But in reality, he is placing limits on them, projecting his own doubts and fears. You would consider this bad help because instead of encouraging his ducklings while still giving them appropriate preparations for possible dangers, he instead is limiting them and projecting his own limitations upon them. And we all know why. We probably all have heard it before in our lives. He was only trying to help. So luckily, he snaps out of that bad help and leads his family through the migration with proper guidance and preparation, which is what they actually needed. Now, as for myself, I have also offered bad help in the past. (laughs) I know, right? The counselor offered bad help? 
Mm, not a good look, Shanice. <laughs> so good for me. It was before I actually became a counselor. So you're still in good hands. All state, LOL. But my story takes place when I was in college running track and cross country. I had a track mate that I was cool with and uh, she was really nice. I remember always hearing how she wanted a truck as her first vehicle. She would dream about that truck, how much she actually talked about it. Well, finally, she got that dream truck. It was a 2015 Ram something something. I just know uh, it was black, black interior, black exterior. I think it had black rims on it too. But she loved that truck. You couldn't touch that truck. You hear me? Okay. But anywho, later on that year, she started dating a guy that was also on our track team. I didn't interact with him much, but I knew enough of him. Uh, as their relationship went on, the dynamic of this truck went from her truck to their truck to the point where he was driving the more than she did. Now, every now and then she would come to me to express her frustrations about the new truck dynamic. And I would do my best to validate her, offer possible solutions like maybe communicating her frustrations and boundaries with them, you know, setting expectations in a relationship for the his, hers, and our shenanigans they had going on. Uh, but she ended up talking to me about the situation so much that over time I just got invested when she was mad I was mad when she was frustrated I was frustrated and so on so there came a day a sad sad day where my help my bad help came into play I saw the guy she was talking to or dating speaking to another girl and I overheard him making plans to pick her up and take her out and all now mind you he still had no car of his own. So the only conclusion was that he was going to use my track mate's truck. So what did I do? I hit a PR running so fast to get to my track mate to warn her. And I was just so upset and angry as if this was my own personal situation. I told my track mate everything I heard and everything I saw. You know, she seemed to be upset just like me. So she ends up calling him and confronting him. And he begins to yell and gaslight and you name it. And as soon as I was about to console my track mate, she looked me in the eye as she told her boyfriend on the phone. I never said I believe what she said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's when I knew I had given bad help. I just slowly walked myself out of that dorm room. Not a word was spoken because it dawned on me that I had pulled out my sword for a battle that wasn't even mine. Now, you may be thinking, Bashan, how is that bad help? You are only trying to help. Well, let me tell you, this situation is considered bad help because it wasn't the best help I could have provided. You see, over the course of time that my trackmate was telling me about her concerns on her relationship, she never once made a change. Becoming so invested put me in a mindset that her situation was my situation. And with that thought, I was thinking things such as, this is how I would handle it, and this is the type of support I would want. But in reality, it wasn't my situation at all. I didn't give my trackmate the help she needed. She needed a listening ear, a, a validator, not a savior. She wasn't ready for the reality that was her relationship. I was. And as hard as it was to have every good intention behind the help I was trying to provide, I realized that my help wasn't the help she needed. Instead, it hurt our becoming friendship and put her deeper in a hold in that poor relationship she was already in. Now, 
I mentioned earlier that I was thinking of a way to help my friend that is going through a hard time right now and wisdom gave me a wake-up call about my potential bad help and after struggling with that thought of not helping her the way I wanted to I thought about the scripture in Numbers 22-13 where the Israelites are rebelling against Moses because there's no water where they were designated at the time so Moses goes up to the tabernacle to tell God about the situation And so God tells him to gather up the community and speak to the rock. Emphasis on speak to the rock. And after he spoke to the rock, there was supposed to be water that flowed from it, enough to satisfy the entire community. But Moses was fed up, you know, just like any Billy Bo Jim would be. He didn't think the people needed something as calm and simple as speaking. So instead, he hit the rock twice. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so God ends up punishing Moses for hitting a rock twice because he didn't trust God enough to demonstrate God's holiness in the way God saw fit, basically in the way the people needed. So, pe- so people kind of struggle with the fact that Moses was punished after having to deal with the Israelites because they was the ones really acting up. But the moment where he hit the rock twice was bad help. It didn't show God's mercy because Moses was falsely demonstrating God's demeanor, his heart set. At that time, the Israelites needed to relearn God. God knew what they needed, the type of help they needed. And Moses was a representation of that help. So it was vital that he gave good help. So if you're anything like me, Captain Save a Christian, my encouragement to you is think before you help. Think about that person and what they actually need, not just about what you want to give. Now, giving is great. God speaks highly about giving and helping others, yet there is still an importance in giving good help, needed help. The detriment of not considering good help is that bad help can lead to an expansion of the original problem and then some. So at least for me, I will continue to pray and ask God for wisdom on how to best help my friend so I don't give her any bad help. So now my question to you is, what good help are you going to give today? All right, now, as we come to a close of today's episode, I want to say thank you for taking the time out to listen this week. So please go ahead and press that follow button, share, rate, and review. I greatly appreciate it. Now, you've been listening to B's Motivation Station. I pray you were refueled. Until next time, my friends. <laughs>